hello, 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 and welcome to another edition of Kent and the Steering Team for yet another week. Excuse me. Uh, You're just dying. Huh? Dying. You're just dying. I'm just dying. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, dying, falling apart. It's okay. Um, as always, you're joined by myself, Phil, my good mate, Drew. Uh, unfortunately, Kent can't be with us this week. He's actually lost himself in a uh, little pot of Ben & Jerry's. Uh, his favourite flavour uh, flavor is actually, I think it's the Tonight Show one, but yeah, whatever, we don't blame him for that. Anyway, on with the show. Drew, how are you? I'm good. I'm sleepy, but I'm good. No, that's let's perfectly... Let's do this. That's, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's do this. How, how, how are you? <laughs> I'm well, thank you. Oh, I, I say, I've been saying it to everyone that, yeah, I'm, I'm well, thanks, but honestly, I've got a sore throat, my joints are sore, I've got a headache, my eyes are all crusty, I'm feeling gross, but it's fine. Yeah, i got a blocked nose and everything as well, but look, it's fine, it's fine. Um, it is what it is. We press on, on with the show, and what a show we have here this week. Of course, Coldplay has finally dropped their album. Um, Everyday Life. Everyday Life, and we're going to go through it with you and, and tell you what, you, what, what we think. Uh, we've also, um, we, we, we're both now up to date on Rick and Morty. When I say up to date, we've watched the first two, three episodes? Three. First three episodes, yes. We've, we've, we have watched the first three episodes. Um, we'll tell you what we think about it, where we think it sits in kind of the, the Rick and Morty lore in terms of uh, comparing it to other seasons and stuff. Um, and, uh... Christmas is approaching. Uh, Christmas is approaching, and Drew's has been listening to Finally Cracked Open some Christmas music. What a what a softie he folded too early. And Sarah and I are off to buy, um, potentially some Christmas decorations. So, uh, yes. Anyway. I don't on... think there's anything potential about it. I think it's happening. <laughs> no, yeah, it is happening. So, yeah. You can't anyway, deny it. <laughs> no. On with the show. Drew, Coldplay. Coldplay, Coldplay, Coldplay. Yes, Coldplay. Everyday Life, their first double album, and their first album in, what, three, four years? Also, as you told me earlier, the first album that has the explicit tag on it. Indeed. Which is a little bit interesting, a little bit controversial for Coldplay. But, yeah, it's something it, it's, different. It's controversial until you go to one of their concerts and you realise that the F-bomb does get dropped by Chris quite a fair, you know, a, a fair bit, so... It, Especially it, in God put a smile upon my face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So suddenly you so suddenly you realize it absolutely has its place and um look it's powerful in the song. It's powerful in it's powerful in the, the from what I could hear, two songs that's used in Yeah. Am I wrong in assuming that it's used in um uh d- 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 Trouble in Town? Trouble and in town, guns? guns, and arabesque. Oh, it's throwing it in arabesque. Okay, at the okay. very end of arabesque. Oh, okay. No, I'm sure. Mate, I just I guess I'll just yeah. miss that. But uh, yeah, no. Um, Drew, where on earth can we place this album in the world of Coldplay? We we've been saying now, oh. but we've had the singles drop. We've been listening to it, and we've been saying how they it feels like old. It feels like old Coldplay. It feels like it's gone very, um, as you put it, uh, very analog. Um, we've now got the entirety of the album, albums. Do we change yeah. that opinion slightly? Do we? How do we? What do we? How do we? What do we? Where does this go? I'd say it changes slightly, but at the same time, we did kind of predict. We, we, we did we did say, in all fairness, <laughs> that we were not getting a complete opinion based on a couple of songs. That 
it would very likely still be something very new and fresh and would be a next step. But I still believe there is quite a lot of that old raw feel to them in this album. Well, I mean, we have to look. I think they've they've gone back to the, that original feel and then some. I mean, if you look at songs like Broken, um, mm. in some way, Guns, uh, P-O- yeah. uh, what is it? W-O-T-W slash P-O-T-P. P-O-T-P. Uh, they feel beyond like what we've heard from Coldplay before, especially Broken. Broken's a fantastic track. Um, mm. We were just saying off air how it sounds like it's something from uh, that's been that's been um, recorded straight from a live performance in an old kind of timber Louisiana church with a, um, yeah. a soul gospel choir in there as well. You know, it feels very raw and very, very, um, yeah, it's very, it feels very, very rough in the sense that it doesn't feel like it's a studio refined song. Um, and that's interesting because despite the fact that we've had, had elements of that before, I mean, you only have to listen to something like Strawberry Swing, which, which has, you know, it's one of my favorite songs and, and you can tell that there's a little bit of, um, you can hear like the rocking in a chair as, as the, the, um, the, the guitar starts or, or you know yeah the, the singing starts but but it's still it doesn't feel artificial but you can still feel, uh, tell that it's 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 been placed very appropriately it's designed to feel like it is very kind of natural and spontaneous but but something like broken feels more so it feels genuinely like it's that if that makes sense. Yeah, I th- I like the fact that it feels like the album is dipping in and out of different genres as it goes. Which it does. I mean, there's elements of it. I'm trying to think what song it was. Perhaps it was Church or maybe Trouble in Town, where there was, um, there was a strong flavor or strong usage of electronic music um, in there. It might have been Church. Yeah, I think Trouble maybe. in Town has a very urban feel to it. Yeah, it does, and yeah, it's church then. Um, you know, it, it just feels very electronic, which is something that we've heard in the last couple of albums. But yeah. then again, they go and flip it on its head and have something like Broken um, or Arabesque, the, of course. But the fact that the first track, Sunrise, is an, a completely orchestral piece. Like, yeah, it's not even just an instrumental. It is me. orchestral. It, it, it yeah. is... I don't know where to... Pl- I don't know where to... Pl- what do what what do we make of what what do you think what do you think i th- i think that they they summed it up themselves they said that it's the album is sort of how they feel about things right now and i think in the title everyday life they're trying to encapsulate the everyday life of what is fast becoming more and more a global community and that's why it dips in and out of genres. It has different feels, different sounds. It tackles different issues. And it feels like it all goes together, even though individually each of them are very unique and very different. You say that, though, of course, that we, we do have, and I don't remember the last time or if they have done it in the past. Um, what's the Arab one again? Arabic one? Barney Adam. Barney Adam and Champion of the World. Yes. Half the song, half of Barney Adam and half of Champion of the World 
are the same piece. And in fact, I don't know how they drew the line. That's where they'd end the song and, and open up the next song. But they flow literally mm. from one into the other. In fact, I didn't realize that I was playing the music in the background. And I was like, yeah, no, this is this is cool. Barney Adam was pretty cool. And then I noticed, oh, hang on, I'm not listening to that anymore. I'm listening to Champion of the World. When did it swap? Well, I, I well Barney, Barney Adam has a distinctive switch midway where it does. the sound completely changes. It does, which I'm interested whether or not they just thought the running time was too short or, or if that was an intentional... I think it's an intentional thing. But why? But because it's, I, it's so out of place compared... I mean, I'm not saying in a bad way, but I mean, compared to the rest of the album where it doesn't yeah. do that at all, it's such an interesting thing that suddenly these two songs are basically one song. Yeah. To me, it feels like three. It feels like Barney Adams' two songs and then you have Champion of the World. Yeah. Well, more so. Yeah, that's that's, just, that's, that's true. But I like how they weave in together. But there are so many good tracks. I I still think Arabesque is one of the best tracks on the album and certainly one of their best in years. I would agree. And I think, th- I think that... I think for Coldplay songs, Arabesque is a perfect one for that. I think that for... Mm. I mean, looking at the two original singles that dropped, um, I think that Orphans is definitely one more for the radio and definitely one more for the kind of pop... Genre. Yeah, it's another one of them, their Celebration of Life songs. Yeah, Celebration of Life songs, and it, it's it's one of those ones that they can kind of... Here are our songs for our fans, and then here's our, here's one of our songs for, for everyone, you know? It's not so... Yeah. Not ostracized, but not, not so tailored specific to the fans, so therefore, here we go, here's Orphans for you. Um, I quite like Echo as well. Echo is nice. It is, and look... Straight well, after Orphans. Yeah, yeah, and look, well, I guess what we have to say, Guns, I quite like Guns. I thought that Guns was interesting. Guns Again, is clever. It's it's clever, it's, um, yeah, it's Very definitely... Very satirical. An, it, it is absolutely, I was going to say that, it is absolutely that, you know, it, it, it um, personifies a lot of opinion in the world, but also in a very cynical kind of, yeah, um, sarcastic mm. way. You know, it's, it's, yeah. uh, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, and, and it's interesting with the swearing again, it's, it's, um, as opposed to something like, well, I guess like arabesque singer, there is some um, swearing in it, but trouble in town, which the swearing mostly comes from a soundbite placed within to show that very urban sort of setting and, and feel. Um, yeah, I think that guns is interesting because it's Chris Martin actively kind of swearing, um, and pushing it out there as if, like, you know, making it a bigger deal. Uh, yeah, I just think it's an interesting one. I, I think Guns is quite good. I would still say that Broken is perhaps my favorite that I've heard so far, because it's just so different, but yeah. I quite like that sound and that, that feel. Um, cry, Cry, Cry. Yeah, I quite like Cry, Cry, Cry. Uh, I don't know where to place Cry, Cry, Cry. It's... Uh, I don't know either. It's a bit of an odd one. It is an odd one. I don't know how it really... Fe- oh, I, feel- I don't know how it... <laughs> It's just so interesting the fact that the whole whole album kind of works together. But when each... I need a friend is cool with its choir. Yeah, I, that's that's very true. But and and what what I was saying is that I think that it's interesting how as an album it all kind of goes together because one it's Coldplay, but yeah. two it goes together so well because nothing goes well together. Mm. if that makes sense like listening to yeah. the different tracks they're all so different and as soon as you have one 
I find it interesting. It's like they've really curated what the order should be um, of the tracks. And by that, I mean, you know, you've got songs that sound perhaps similar or, or I don't mean themes, but they, they go for the same sort of sound, whether they are very kind of analog, very um, acoustic sort of sound, or that you have ones that are yeah quite electronic and, and, and quite different, or ones that are telling more of a, a story or pushing more of an issue. Whereas other ones might just be an interesting tune or, or going for an interesting sort of um, interesting sound rather than telling the story so much. But they've placed them so kind of spread out and that you don't really get the same sort of thing one after the, after the next. You know, as opposed to kind of going in through different moods. Like you have one mood that might be, um, you know, kind of raw, a bit like what you get from Broken. But yeah. then you get ones songs like Church, but there are several. Well, there's a song in between that's that's completely different again. They don't let you get into this kind of like flow with this rhythm. They constantly change it on you, which is interesting. I mean, again, there is there is definitely a um, there's a theme going on, which is the sunrise and the sunset. Hence the the split album or the dual album, but it still doesn't feel. I don't know. It's just interesting. It is it, it is such a different sound. Every song is such a different sound that it makes it work together. I'm, re- I'm really happy about the fact that it sounds nothing like the last few albums. That it's certainly nothing like the last three. Well, Not I, even remotely close. I don't know. I think, I think that in terms of theme... It feels like there's a slight connection to ghost stories, and I mean that purely as theme. Yeah, I don't yeah, mean in terms yeah, of, I, of sound. I agree. But I think "Daddy" definitely sounds like something out of ghost stories. Yeah, yeah, no question there. But overall, it feels like "Parachutes" and "Rush of Blood to the Head." Well, there's I can't remember which one I said, but one of the songs sounds exactly like it's from "Rush of Blood to the Head." Like it just sounds. I think it might have been. I think it might have been it Church. Have been daddy. Either. No, Daddy or, or Church. Church. I can't remember. Yeah. It was one of the two, but I was like, I, it just doesn't sound like it's from this album. It, it's interesting. It's like they found ones that they, they previously hadn't recorded. Even yeah. the way Chris Martin sings sounds like something out of those. You can tell it's, listening to Coldplay songs, there's a different way of, that he approaches the singing. It feels like the way he used to sing. Yeah, e- exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, look... When I when I say it sound it has the sort of same theme as Ghost Story, I mean that it has the kind of um, it gets a bit darker. Gets a bit darker, but they've also decided that, like Ghost Stories was on the back of um, uh, 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 Marlo's Zalotto, it's like they've decided we're going to strip back, we're going to yeah. strip right back, and we're going to we're going to actively do something different because the last one we had was this big kind of stadium you know explosion of sound and color and everything like that we're going to strip that right back and make something really raw and mm. on the back of um head full of dreams which was such a explosion of color again more so than what milo zolotto was you know brighter colors as opposed oh, yeah. to milo zolotto with its kind of purples and pinks and blues this was reds and greens and yellows and you know blues and everything Whereas this has gone back to, like, Ghost Stories was really dark blue, very 
dark colored. Um, this is that. This has gone to blacks and grays. You know, it's really raw, lack of color, not lack of excitement or lack of kind of um, joy for some of the tracks, but just looking at it differently, looking at a different take on the world. It's not so much about happy for the sake of happy. It's it's happy in your own world kind of thing. Yeah. Strange one. Very strange one. Um, trying to find... Yes. Something that... Here we go, ABC News has the article. Uh, I'm not sure if you heard about this, but... Mm-hmm. Coldplay have said that they won't tour its new album until the band's concerts oh. can be environmentally beneficial. I know, Drew. I know. I saw it. Devastated. Yeah, I Crushing. get that. I'm feeling a bit gutted about it. But I also admire the fact that they they are using their power in this way. Yes. Um. Like, like I'm all for them fighting for it. I think that's fantastic. Look, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of drawn. I mean, I'm, I, I think it's a wonderful thing because I can totally see that Coldplay are genuine in this because that's just what they do. Like they are, they don't, they don't really. Coldplay aren't the sort of people that would do something purely for attention. Um, they don't really give a shit. It just seems that they don't really give a shit about that sort of stuff. It's not really for them to, to care about. Um, it, it just feels like maybe it's, it's not that it's not appropriate. It's just that maybe it's not, I think it's maybe a lost cause. Um, and by that, I mean for Coldplay to say something like that, May as well be them saying we're actually not going to um, tour anymore because we don't want to tour anymore, because it's such a kind of disconnected thing. It's such a honestly far away thing. Besides them being carbon neutral and actually just going out and planting a shitload of trees after they they you know have a concert or something. Ooh. I don't think that there's actually anything beneficial to them saying we're not going to tour until it can be environmental like. There's a bit of a disconnect there. I don't think it's actually. Um, it doesn't. It's not they, helpful they, in any way. You're sure they're sending a message, but the ones that are getting yeah. that message don't won't well, care. Well, they they do they do go into specifics about what they what they're trying to achieve. Okay. And they've they've said here we're taking time over the next year or two to work out how our tour can not only be sustainable but how can it be actively beneficial. Chris Martin said that rather than just be sustainable, he wanted for the tours to have a positive impact, but that flights for the band crew and gear represented the biggest hurdle to that. He also said they wanted to remove single-use plastics from their shows and for performances to be solar-powered. It's interesting. It, like, it, those it's, are, I think those are achievable. It, look, it is. But I mean, if you think of so, say something, say something about like Sydney, for example, if they would perform in Sydney, when they say solar power, do they mean that the power that powers the stadium is um, comes from renewable energy, or are they saying that they want to bring uh, you know a field of solar panels along and set them up and power their own concerts for the night? What Who knows? What, what do they what do they mean? Because, and that's what I mean by. 
you can say it and it's an interesting idea, but that's not really doing anything, you know? It's not really... Again, single-use plastics, yeah, I think that's totally achievable. Um, you know, uh, in terms yeah. of sustainability like, of the flights and everything like even that, the, totally even, that. Even the solar aspect of it, they can pr get their power provided for by renewable sources. Yeah, yeah, they, they can. I mean, again, somewhere in Australia, they can't really because coal, right? Um, yeah. but, but yeah, look, it's, it's interesting. I think that the benefit is that I live in the UK. So the, um, if they're going to tour anywhere, they can literally just rent out some electric Teslas and, uh, well, they played the natural history museum. They did. They ago. did. And no doubt they'll probably have a crack at Glastonbury. So I might be able to get myself to there at some point, but, mm. uh, you know, yeah, look at, it's interesting. I think it's interesting that Coldplay said that. I think it's saddening for me as a fan of theirs that 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 essentially yeah, rules them out of touring for some time because, let's be honest, things aren't going to change overnight because they just won't. Um, especially if a band like Coldplay saying it, I don't think that people are really going to be, as in politicians, are really going to be that hung up about it. Coldplay's an interesting one, although it's one of the world's biggest bands. It doesn't seem to be a leading light in terms of... Um, doesn't have the pulling power like something like what is it bts or um what one direction did or justin bieber did or you know things like that it doesn't have that sort of pulling power i don't think it's because it's not targeting the demographic that nag at their parents to spend money on correct them. correct and that's why i think that it's it's noble of coldplay to say that and do that but i don't know if they are i mean despite the fact that it really is kind of on message for them it kind of feels like it's not well, the Head Full of the Dreams best, tour has become the most successful, most financially successful tour of all time, or something. Well, they actually there you go, Coldplay. Instead of it, you right. can you can literally just donate all of your money to research or to a cause. There you go. Just do that. That that will make <laughs> it li literally just make it a live aid wherever you go. Like purely yeah. about donating money to um to green Having energy and stuff. Having been, like, we've both been to two of their shows now. Yes. Like, I, I can pretty comfortably say that I find their shows to be fairly sustainable in concept. <clears throat> yes, I think and, that if they cut out on, on I, confetti and they cut out on the um, Xylo bands, I think... Well, the Xylo okay. bands are a really good way of being sustainable and being clever. Except for the batteries. And the plastic usage in them they make can, them out they of can find a better they can find a better way to achieve that but the whole idea with the bands was that you could return them at the end and they could be reused let's face it no one ever returns those things you want to keep them for yourself i saw heaps of people returning them i why would you do that keep it i don't know people were dumb i kept mine yeah i kept mine i kept both yeah and i kept my I one from both taylor swift Taylor Swift, of course she had them. Yeah, but they were just plain white. To, they were just interesting. You went to Taylor Swift? Yeah, in the US for the F1. Was that... Oh, that would have been so cool. Yeah, that was cool. <clears throat> Again, it was on the infield of the racetrack, and it was just, yeah, it was exciting. I was there sitting on my own, a bit like a loser at um Taylor Swift concert. That's cool, though. Oh, you were that guy. Yeah, I was that guy. Aww. Yeah, it was cool, though. Just sitting in my Ferrari top, listening to Tay Tay. No, it was cool. Um, no, yeah, look, I uh, again, I, I applaud Coldplay for doing it, but um, 
I, I would hope that with that statement comes them actively pushing and researching ways that they can achieve it. You know, having sitting in a in a you know around a a, a round table, um, shouting ideas and writing them up on a whiteboard, being like, okay, what about if we brought our own solar panels? Yes. How about we ship the things out six months in advance on sailing ships? Yes, that works. Good idea. And writing it down on a on a, on a whiteboard. Rather than making the statement and then kind of leaving it at that and hoping that someone else comes with an idea, I hope they're actively pushing it. Well, the fact that they haven't said that they're not touring, they've just said they're taking their time to plan out the tour. Yeah, I get. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Again, um, I don't know. I, I'm not sure how I. F- how I feel about it. Again, I think it's noble, but I also think that they, along with that statement, I hope that there's not the arrogance of expecting someone else to come up with some solution for them. I hope that they're actively involved in coming up with those solutions, which I imagine they are. I I highly doubt someone like Coldplay would be, or a band like Coldplay would not be taking an active part in it in trying to, trying to find a solution. Mm. We'll see. But yeah, anyway, that's that's uh, that's that's Coldplay. That's um, that's Coldplay. Uh, you know, back at it again with everyday life. It's here. It's dropped. Everyone, listen to it. I highly suggest you listen to it. It's an interesting yeah. sound. If you're not looking for a, a kind of pop group, that's not Coldplay. So you'll love it. Um, it's just an interesting sound. It's an interesting sound you can have it in the background. It is the sort of album that you don't need to skip songs. You can just have it playing in the background because it's always a different sort of sound. Um, it's almost like it's a greatest hits album, but in one go, you know, and, and by that, I mean, it is a different sound, you know, everything's a different sound. Everything's a different surprise twist turn. Yeah. You'll like it. I think, I think everyone should have a listen. Hmm. Hmm. No, I, I'm very happy with it. Yeah. I, I, I think that it, it totally achieves what we wanted it to achieve. It's a completely different sound from a head full of dreams. It's, um, it is so much back to Coldplay's roots, um, but but then some. You know, they've kind of. It feels like they've gone very raw, and uh, yeah, I love it. I think it's a great sound. Yeah, I, I will continue to listen to it uh, again and again and again. I feel. Hmm. Um, speaking of music, though, listening to it again and again and again, uh, yeah. Drew, you've been listening to uh, Christmas music now. You've decided I that uh, it's I time caved. to. You caved and you decided to, to bring out the the traditionals and uh, listen listen to them. No doubt at your place of work, you, you they've started playing. They have not. Oh wow! Hopefully, not as I yeah. Well, as I know, what happened last time? Someone hid the CD which had all the Christmas music on it, and I that was that was two years ago. Yeah. That was fantastic, and I no, applaud them. Wasn't. That was excellent. It meant that I could go home and enjoy Christmas music as opposed to going home and wanting to blow my brains out after hearing the same song played about 14 <laughs> different times, I could actually go and enjoy Christmas music. I wasn't sick to death of it. I wasn't... Which song? Uh, there were a couple. Um, the Mariah. There was Mariah, but then there was also um, uh, a couple of Michael Bublé songs. I'm trying to think which ones they were. I, I've, I've been able to kind of quash them. Block it out. Yeah. <laughs> Well, 
it hasn't started playing yet, but I'm I'm a little scared to bring it up with the person that hid the CD last time because I don't want that person to hide the CD again. Oh, Mr. Thankfully last year Thankfully last year <laughs> it it didn't happen and the CD was played. And Christmas music was ruined for every coworker except for Drew. And maybe Imogen. She likes it too. <laughs> Insanity. But I Okay, so the story goes, last year I started all my Christmasing on the 1st of November, a full month early, yep. because I couldn't help myself, and by the time it was a week or two before Christmas, I had completely burnt out from it all. <laughs> Good. So, this year I held off as long as I could, and I caved in the last two days. And what have you been playing, anything on repeat? I, for the first day, I had Sia's Christmas album on repeat. Really? Didn't go straight to something like Bing? No, Bing was today. (laughs) Okay. Bing, Bing was this morning. Okay. So, never mind. You you did well, and then you, there you go, you went to straight, straight to the original stuff. You gonna listen to any Michael Bublé, or nah? I'll get to Bubbles eventually. Bubbles himself, you know, it's... Like, he's good. He's good. He's he's not bad. I don't I don't mind his Christmas album. I just it's not my favorite. Do you reckon though? Do you reckon it's? Yeah. I mean, I say this Christmas music by people nowadays is it purely a money grab? Um, my answer uh, to that I, to that is absolutely. I but, think yeah. it is when it's when it's a cover album. Mm-hmm. When when it's just people singing all the Christmas, all the old Christmas songs, like, like Michael Bublé. Well, Bubbles gets away with it because he was one of the first to sort of do it in in recent history. Sure. Um, Robbie Williams did one the other. Oh, I, what? I saw it. I saw it. I saw it the other day. I saw it in the store, and I, I was like, "Really? Really? Do you um Why? do you listen to Justin Bieber's Mistletoe or whatever that song was? That Christmas song." I listened to whatever the Christmas song was that he did for Arthur Christmas. That's the only one I listened to. I didn't know he did a song for Arthur Christmas. Yeah, he did one for Arthur Christmas whenever that came out, 2011. Right. Um, I I listened to that Christmas song of his. I I don't care about... I don't think I've heard any other one from him. But I, I think that if it's a current artist doing a bunch of covers of Christmas songs, mm. then I feel like it's a bit of a money grab. Unless you're Pentatonics, in which case you're an acapella group and mm. you've made your name based on covers. So I find their Christmas stuff is acceptable. Also, it's really cool because they they really make it their own. Yeah. I don't know if I don't know if you've heard Pentatonics doing Carol of the Bells. No, I can't say I have. Oh I'll send you a link. It's exciting. But a part of my justification of this argument is that Sia's Christmas album does not have a single cover on it. Really? So they're and all I, just kind of... She wrote them all. She wrote Christmas songs that are all hers, all original, and that album came out two years ago. So this is the third Christmas that I get to listen to this thing, and it's amazing. And some of those songs, they feel like they've been around forever, some of them feel like they were written in the 60s. Some of them feel like they were written in the 90s. But it just, it spans all the different decades of how Christmas has been represented 
in popular culture and it's really clever that's fantastic that's that's excellent i didn't I, well, like, I, yeah I, di- I i didn't i didn't know that about it at all it's really good it's it's different it's not her just singing old christmas songs she's written new ones that are hers that's why i really like her christmas album so much right because i'm not listening to all the old stuff over and over yeah I, well there you go there's a little bit of diversity that you need just to be able to yeah. to prolong the old stuff i'm cracking open bing it's it's yeah, a no-brainer and I'm uh, sure soon enough I'll get to the Wiggly Wiggly Christmas album because <laughs> at the end of the day, the original Wiggles still dominate Christmas. Of course, naturally. Um, you can't, can't get past Go Santa Go. <laughs> no, no, that's true. In fact, it's funny you say that I actually know that song. The fact that I know that is... There you go. Oh, I know you know it. I you don't know, think... I think everyone our sort of age knows, knows it, let's be yeah. honest. Um, yep. Drew, when do the Christmas films start? I haven't started them yet. No, I know. When, when do they start? Do you, do you only stick to the 12 days of Christmas or do you do month out? No, God, no. I have to do a month out because I have more than 12 Christmas films on the shelf. And how many times actually, do you watch Love Actually? Oh, probably a little less this year. I haven't, I haven't stuck to my usual... My usual routine would be to watch it once a week in the five weeks leading up to Christmas. Just why, like the why, so many, out. why so many times... I really love that film. It's no, in my I know top you'd... three films of all time. I, no, I'm aware of that, but, but like, that's a lot I, of viewing. I know, but usually I'll only really properly pay attention to it the first time and the last time I watch it in that period. Every other time, it'll just be background haze while I'm doing something else. Like, I could be cooking or just wrapping presents or whatever. Who knows? But really I just have it on in the background. <laughs> I just, it is such a wonderful movie, and I know you're not going to dispute that. No, 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 it's, I don't dispute it at all. I just, I just don't want you to get totally. I haven't put burnt it on out yet. by it. I haven't put it on yet. But is that I, because you burnt out any, by it a little bit? I haven't put on any Christmas movies yet. Um, I'm trying to count how many I've got: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. I have 20 Christmas films sitting on the shelf. So you got to smash through 20 of them. Um, I'm trying to work out when I'm going to watch The Santa Claus. Of course, it's it's somewhat tradition that every year um, we'd put The Santa Claus on and kind of do the, the, the Christmas decorations. I mean, in the last couple of years, that's kind of what the tradition became. I think last year it kind of went away from that anyway. Um, but at least we were able to, at one point, fire up the movie and put it on TV and we all just kind of sat around and watched it, which is really nice. I think it's the only film that we kind of watch as a family, which is, is oh, again, re- it's, really a re- it's a really nice, well, it's a nice film. It's a funny film, but it's also... That's, that's our family tradition too. <laughs> yeah, because it's a great film, but you know, anyway, I, I, look, I've, I've, um, I'm not there to do that. And, uh, look... It's funny. I, we'll probably talk about it more as we get get close to Christmas. But I'm not sure how I'm yes. going to feel this Christmas. Um, you know, I, I will make the time to watch the Santa Claus, but I think it will just feel hollow or different. And and I'm going. I've, Sarah and I have booked our tickets. We're flying to Norway for Christmas. Um, going to spend some time with some family, which is nice. Um, but 
It'll be the first Christmas I've not had with my parents, um, which is a, to me a big deal. Not because Christmas means all that much. Christmas, I don't, Christmas is just Christmas is only important because it's about being with family. And it's funny as you get older, you really notice that and really care about that part. The presents part doesn't matter. Um, no. In fact, as a family, just because um, Sophia and myself were overseas, we just decided as a family we're not going to do presents this year because. Who needs it? Like it's not not necessary, um, but it it is so important to be around family at this time of year. So despite the fact that I am going to be around family, I'm not going to be around my immediate family, which is going to be really interesting and really different. And I think it's actually going to be a lot harder than I'm kind of giving you know credit for, or, or I'm I'm not I'm not respecting yeah. that thought enough. Um, so we'll see how I go with Christmas movies or if I just kind of feel, you know, I'm, I'm scared that watching a Christmas film, be it Love Actually, be it The Santa Claus, um, give it maybe Bad Santa even, um, I'm just scared that it might have the opposite effect and might kind of turn me off the idea and maybe I, I won't enjoy it. So I'm not sure how I'll tackle it. I might have to be in the, the exact right mindset and fire up The Santa Claus at some point. But uh, yeah, Christmas music though, I, I think I can give that a miss. I know that Sarah quite likes Christmas music, so I might. Does she really? I think so. I think she does. I think I'll we've talk had that... Christmas music with Sarah then. Yeah, exactly. There you go. I think we've had that discussion, and I think she she yeah is one for it. So um, yeah, we'll see though. Hopefully, hopefully not. Hopefully, she puts headphones on or something like that while listening to it. I think perhaps as far as your attacking the Christmas movies go. Mm-hmm. Maybe do it, maybe find a way to do it with Sarah and create a new chapter for watching your Christmas movies because that is what it will transition to one day. Yeah, it's new traditions and stuff like that. Um, so maybe yeah. carry that carry that across. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what we can do. I don't think she wants to watch the Santa Claus particularly much, but that's okay. We're going to do it at some point. Um, speaking of Just watching... the sarcastic remarks. Basically, that's probably the best part of the entire thing. You know... Oh. All the lines about Neil. All the lines... <laughs> yeah. And, and his needle for it. sweater. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and rash out... And, um, what is it? What is it? Rash out... Uh, 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 lash out irrationally. Where did you hear, hear that, Neil? <laughs> Oh, I love it from him. He listens to me. Yeah, then charges you for it. <laughs> um, no, yeah, no. I, I want. We're going to watch that. Speaking of watching, though, let's move yes. on. Rick and Morty, Drew. Rick and oh my Morty. Goodness, it's back. Season it's back. four. Oh, I'm so happy it's back. I just I can't get over the fact that it's finally back. No, absolutely. So so, uh, oh. episode one. Remind me of what episode one was. Episode one was basically them being nostalgic. I can't remember episode one. I can remember episode two, and I can remember episode episode two all about the shitting in the toilet issue. Episode one was I go where the crystal guides me. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, that was fantastic. Yep. <laughs> Sarah and I both had the same thought, and that was that this season they've gone... I think because they've got such a long contract now, they're just like fuck it, let's just do whatever the hell we want. Let's just yep. be ridiculous. And yep. all three episodes have been, as opposed to the last couple of seasons where they've been like kind of in- intermittent kind of highlight episodes, they've all just been so 
massive, these episodes. Like, they're all just such interesting, ridiculous things, and all three have been total winners in my mind. I, I agree. I, I, I think I need to watch the latest one a couple more times, because I, I was feeling like it wasn't quite there with the first two, but on reflection, I, I think it is pretty damn good. Look, it, it, it's clever. It was really clever. They've been clever, but also the the um. I think I think we have to note the um the fantastic guest, uh, guest starring roles on on this season. Oh We've had some God. some phenomenal ones. I mean, Elon Elon Musk was there this week. Sam Neill, Elon Tusk, Elon Elon Tusk. We had Taika Waititi. We had Sam Neill. I just hiccuped. Yeah, like um, Kathleen. Turner was in that one as well. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, she was. Like, come Jeez. on. Come and on. The first episode, let, let's not forget the biggest guest appearance of all, The Me Seeks Return. That was pretty fantastic, The Me Seeks. Like, and, oh. then, and then the Aldi, not Aldi, the, the Costco, the Kirkwood <laughs> yeah, version of Me yes, Seeks. Yes. I think that we can all admit that, like, I've, when when they brought back the Mystics, everyone was just kind of like, "Yes, thank you, thank you," and I even was so happy. Even oh. even even the the previous episode, we had the 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 proper return of um, uh, Mister Poopy Butthole. Like, we had him come back. He was Professor Poopy Butthole, though. But that nonetheless, so like, nonetheless, <laughs> I'm just, just waiting for the return of Scary Terry now. Yeah, yeah, of course. I, look. Oh. I think that I think that uh, they've taken their kind I, of almost tangents. Yeah. The way that some episodes used to be just like a tangent from the the norm, you know, we'd have a somewhat like kind of dimensional cable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like we'd we'd have some episodes would kind of just veer off the the the, the path or the kind of general season long yep. story we're trying to tell, but. This one, just all three episodes have literally been... I mean, like, the second episode being, you know, Who Shat in My Toilet, the fact that it's the whole episode is just Rick being furious that someone has shat in his space toilet, you know, so he go, spends the whole episode trying to, to find the person that did it and then destroy them. And then we had Morty and Jerry... You know, Jerry thinking that, thinking that he's really intelligent and doing something completely different and having their own adventure in some ways. It's just like, what? What's going on? What are you doing? Like, they're just off on a tangent. They're just on a tangent. All three episodes and, have just been yeah. tangents. It's the fact that they know that they've got so many episodes left that they can just get away with doing whatever. Exactly. There's, there's no risk of it going wrong. And the fact that... that They've done such a good job of kind of hinting it at, you know, just how bizarre they can go or off the track they can kind of go. Mm. Means that they're getting away with it now. You know, this it's kind of everyone's just enjoying this rather than being like, okay, kind of can you can you tell some kind of story now? No, but everyone's just enjoying the what well, at least I know of. Everyone's just enjoying that kind of mm. total bizarreness. It's just wonderful. It is like, like any any return of the show was going to be a treat, but they've really stuck the landing. Well, they have. I mean, again, I remember after season two, we had to wait ages for season three, and I remember Dude, and season three is excellent. Season three is excellent, but... and and we were trying to work out what would because season two ended with him going to prison, 
And so we're trying yeah. to work what work out what would happen for season three. Like, how do they get out of this? They they literally said at the end of season two, how is he, it's impossible to get out of this situation? And we're like, well, what's going to happen? And then we saw what happened. We saw how they got out of that impossible situation. This mm. season, I'm trying to remember the, how the season three ended because this season is just kind of yeah, going I off. Remember because it it clear. I forgot how they all sort of came back together as a family. Yeah. I'd clean forgotten. I I was still under the impression that they were all still broken apart. But that's right. They did all. Co- yeah. No. And and I guess then this is just that they're just back in their kind of everyday life. Then that's how yeah. season four has started. They're just doing normal shit and doing what they need to do, kind of stuff, as opposed to to um, you know, being kicking off from somewhere that we left off. They're just off mm. on with normal life. So I think that, yeah, I, look, I'm loving it so far. I can't wait for, for the next episode. You know, it's, um, I'm still annoyed that it's well, not on Netflix here, but, uh, yeah. It's not on Netflix here either. When's it going to happen? Come on. Yeah, Adult Swim, just give it to us. I liked that, that Morty had a meeting with Netflix. And then- yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course. And just totally, I just love that the, the the inception of that episode, the fact that it went to such deep levels of, of what was going on. Like, I'm still confused about what was, what was the about point? how the heist worked. <laughs> yeah, how the heist worked, but on what level was the heist real? Like, I know, I know the answer, but still, it's just like, what? Yeah. How did we get that? Again, if you haven't seen it, everyone go out and watch Rick and Morty season four. You have to go and find it online somewhere. I think the easiest way to find watch a way it to is... View it. Find a way to watch it. I think the easiest way to watch it is by obviously giving your computer a couple of viruses by just Googling watch Rick and Morty season four online. Type that into Google. You get some sort of link. It'll take you to some weird ass website. Again, you'll infect your computer, but at least be able to watch the episode, um, hopefully in its entirety before your computer crashes from said virus. But yeah, I suggest that you do that. Drew, that leads us to to this week's sick end of the week. It does indeed. And I've got no clue. I have absolutely no clue at all. Oh, man. What topic do we uh, lend it to? Do we give it to Coldplay Talk? Do we give it to Christmas? Or do we give it to Rick and Morty? Uh, I think we give it to Rick and Morty somehow. Boom. I was thinking the same thing. Or do we give it to the characters? I feel like we've given it to them before. Okay, fine. We'll give it to the characters of Rick and Morty then. Or do we give it to Elon Tusk? Because then there is Elon no Tusk, way Elon Tusk. There Elon is Tusk. no way that we will ever revisit that, and therefore we're in Elon no danger. Tusk. <laughs> Elon Tusk. Elon Tusk. This week for paying week. out on Elon Musk. Absolutely does, but it was voiced <laughs> by Elon Musk. I know that's why it was so perfect. It was perfect. It was fantastic. <laughs> I like that he can just take the mick out of himself because he, he knows even- he doesn't care. He's so rich that it doesn't matter. He even did it years ago when he when he appeared on the Big Bang Theory. I didn't he know just that. Took them. It was really funny. He um, he played himself working in a soup kitchen on <laughs> Christmas, and it it was just a stupidly funny episode. Man, it's such a shame like, that it was part of such a terrible television show. That would have been hilarious. Oh, you got. You might make an exception for that episode. I is is Sheldon on that episode? Not much. <laughs> is he on like, the episode at all? Probably. What's on your notes? I don't, oh, I don't yeah. remember much of him in it. Okay. 
He's in every episode, but I don't remember much of him being in that one because he was not the central plot of that episode. The central plot was the soup kitchen. Okay. And he's not in the soup kitchen. Well, that's a good thing then. Maybe I can find yeah. Maybe I can make an exception. We'll see. Mm. But having said that, yes, Elon Tusk is this week's sick another week. I also have to note that if you'd like to be on the show, um, reach out to us. Sarah Moon's been on the show. Sarah Moon wants to be on the show at some point. Again, um, Facebook. I heard that. <laughs> yeah, she, she's here. Facebook, Instagram, um, text message, carrier pigeon, letter, comment on um, on uh, uh, SoundCloud. Yes, Sarah, I am hysterical. Without a <laughs> leave a, leave hey. a note in the Christmas card you're going to send us. Yes, exactly. Or or um, a great way of doing it is look, we get out, we we get actually get notifications if we get five star reviews on um, podcasts review mm. sites like apple podcast for example um yes. so if you'd like to like to be on the show just leave us a five-star review and like we'll know subscribe. if you leave us anything yeah like subscribe share guys um give us a <laughs> thumbs up if you don't mind click up in the the, the pop-up banner in the corner there just to give, give us a comment i don't know that you know, all the youtube sort of stuff make sure you got the bell icon on no anyway um <laughs> <clears throat> i heard that through my headphones <laughs> that came through the computer yeah oh, I do apologize. that's fine yeah i heard it too um <laughs> No, but but again, we don't get get uh, notifications for anything less than the five star review. So give us a five star review, and we'll know know that you've um, left a review, and we can see that you want to be on the show. Yep, cool, good stuff, uh, Drew. That's it. Of so course, look- if you're on the show, the point, whole point of me saying all of that is if you're on the show, yes. you're in, in with a chance of ringing the sick end of the week if that's the first time you've been on it, or if we have absolutely no idea and maybe it's your one of your earlier times on the show. That's about it. Anyway, <clears throat> Drew. Anyway, thank yes. you. Thank you. It's my bedtime now. (laughs) Excellent. It's your bedtime. It's time for me to get on with my day. Thank you very much as always. Thank you for listening, everyone. There's our music in the background. Time for us to shut up. Drew, how do we shut up? We say... Yep. Yep.